Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast. As always, I am your host, Freddie Moss. Today is a very special edition of the Dads on the Rocks podcast. It is our one-year anniversary, kind of. We kind of started in May, but I'm not really going to count those first couple of episodes because that was just me talking with nobody else. Um, In related news, today's episode is just going to be me talking with nobody else. (laughs) Um, I do not have a guest today on my show for the June 2022 edition of the Dads on the Rocks podcast. It's going to be just kind of me talking as a year one roundup kind of thing. A look back at uh, the last year and what a shit show it was for all sorts of reasons. But in a terrible world of uncertainty, the Dads on the Rocks podcast is always there to make it worse. (laughs) Um, As always, we begin with a drink. Today I am having a beer from, if you saw my post the other day when I'm recording this as of right now. It is from Burial uh, Brewing Company, uh, and this one is called Because There Will Always Be Something More. And I thought that was a little bit apropos for parenthood and dad life and things like that, because when you get over one thing, there's always going to be something more. I highly doubt that that's what they were going for when they named this beer, but even still, it was apropos for me tonight. So to nobody else on this podcast, but to you all out there listening, cheers. Speaking of which, if you did see the picture, you saw that I'm drinking it out of my Dads on the Rocks uh, tulip glass, uh, courtesy of Tara Coin. Nope, Tara Pence. I'm going to do that for a while. I'm sorry, Tara. I'm sorry, Robbie. But, but again, thank you again to Tara for making those for me. Those are awesome. If you also saw the picture, uh, you would see that I am currently chewing on Twizzlers. Why am I doing that? You asked. Number one, because they're dish- delicious and red vines do not compare. There, I said it. Um, number two... Um, I'm trying to stop vaping. Um, I have been vaping for over 10 years now, Um, April 21st of 2012 to uh, be exact is when I started because that was the day that I quit smoking. Um, And I had at this point now vaped for longer than I ever smoked. So it's a a terrible habit. Um, I still think vaping is way better than smoking. Not great, but um, it is what it is. Much better than, you know, smoking cigarettes or what have you. But um I'm I'm trying to get it, get, kick it all together because I'd like to be. Um, I don't I don't know if it's gonna have any adverse effects, but I'd rather do nothing instead of something. Um, so I would like to be around for when my kids grow up. Um, I would like to see what kind of terrible monsters they become, um, and and how I can love them even then. So um, past cu- today is day two of not uh, vaping, and it's been very difficult for me. Um, couple weeks ago, I started with uh, zero milligram nicotine in while I did while I was vaping. And I've gone through a serious bout of depression and um, eating uh, higher appetite, shorter temper. Um, it's it sucks. Uh, nicotine withdrawals is a pain in the dick. Uh, but more so it's a it's a pain on your family because I, I'm being an asshole and I don't like it. But at the same time, in the long run, it's better for me. So Sorry, family. Thank you for putting up with me. Um, something I did want to kind of touch on before I get into the... You can hear me chewing on Twizzlers. Before I wanted to get into the um, first year roundup, I want to talk a little bit about um, the show and what's been going on with me and everything. So my family and I recently moved to North Carolina. If you listen to the show, you probably already know that, but we recently moved to North Carolina from South Florida. We are adjusting to this new lifestyle. Both of us have new jobs. Um, 
We're in a completely new and different environment. It's very strange for us. It's very scary for us. Um, we're dealing with this, like, did we make the right decision? Was this the right move? We're very lucky to have gotten a house and a house that we absolutely love next to some very cool people that we're already friends with. Um, we hated to lo- to leave our previous neighbors, but we were glad to get awesome neighbors as well moving into this house. But um, we're we're in this whole new life and this whole new chapter and adventure. Um, and it's scary for us. Um, and we're dealing with a lot, trying to move into a new house. Stephanie has been an absolute rock star trying to un- unbox and while also taking care of the kids while I'm at work during the week. Um, I have the kids on the weekend. Um, and I don't know how she has them for five days straight without going absolutely nuts. Um, Steph, you're amazing. And I love you very, very much, but it does take a lot to, uh, unpack and get adjusted and everything. Um, and all the while trying to do this, essentially this hobby of mine is having this podcast and talking to other people, <clears throat> to other parents and everything. And this essentially boils on my hobby. I don't get paid for this. This is not something I do for any kind of financial gain at this point. If somebody wants to sponsor me, hell yeah, I'm all for it. That's awesome. But at this point, no, I spend, you know, a solid amount of money to make sure that this podcast is on several platforms. Um, I go the cheapest route and the most, the freest of anything that I can go because again, this is all just for, for fun and everything. I do have a lot of fun doing it. I do like talking to other guests, but my life is very, very hectic right now. That's why I'm doing away with the middle show, the uh, mid-month show, just for now at least. Um, and also just trying to schedule guests and everything and people backing out. Uh, honestly, I I wasn't going to do a year in review. I had a guest that's going to be you know, coming up soon, I'm sure. Um, but they had to back out to the medical reasons, fucking COVID. So, I mean, it is what it is. I, I totally get it. I understand like one of, one of these days I'm probably going to get it and I'm not going to be able to record and there'll be a missed show, but you know, it is what it is. That might be a fun thing is to is do a, a Rona episode, like re- recording with Rona and do it by myself. <laughs> A quarantine kind of thing. I don't want to come back to that. Um, but that'll be an idea for another day. Um, do you guys remember quarantine? You remember how much fun quarantine was? Being able to work from home and like for me, it was really awesome because I was in a new position. I had to pay attention, but for the most part, we were in the pool all the time because it was like April and South Florida, so it was ninety degrees. Which, by the way, in North Carolina, nobody ever told me that the uh, weather is so bipolar. I had frost and like, not snow, but like I had ice on my windshield like three weeks ago and it's been 90 degrees ever since. I I don't understand. I mean, it's like 60 in the morning and then it's like 85, 90 in the afternoon. I don't understand. It's very weird. I enjoy it. It's just strange. It's a whole new world. So I think I mentioned that there was something that I did want to talk about and it's having two, uh, children. Um, I realized a lot about myself in the past, Oh, I don't know. Six months, maybe. Um, having to going from one kid to two kids is a lot, and it's different. It's a whole new ball game. You cannot focus all of your attention on just the one child. Just try and imagine if you have one child out there, and one of them like just wants to play and and. Okay, I'm gonna say a girl because I have a girl like play dress up and everything, and that's all you want to do. But you have to, but you're not allowed. 
you're not allowed to play with that child because you turn around and there's another one trying to kill themselves every three seconds or trying to break something. It's it's very difficult. Um, and by the end of the day, you are so exhausted that you don't even want to play dress up. You don't want to play with that first one or whatever. And it makes you feel miserable because you feel like you're inadequate as a parent. Um, and it just weighs on you. Like there's, I've been going through that for, for, like I said, six months or so now, ever since the, the baby started, uh, walking ever since that point, it's, you have to constantly look after the other one. Like, yes, you can kind of play with, um, the older one and then, you know, while you're feeding the baby, like you can, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's doable. And then once the baby starts walking, it's all over. It's, and I, I do not regret having a second child. Let me be very clear about that. I do not have any regrets about having a second child. It's just, I'm in the, I'm in the thick of the worst part. I mean, if you have kids, you remember a, a year to, I don't know, three, one to three sucks. It's a really crappy time. And if you have kids that are younger than that, get ready because it's it's the worst possible time. But it does fly by um, when you look back. But when you're in the thick of it, it drags and it sucks and it's very difficult. Um, I mean, they're very cute at that time. There, there's a lot of learning. That's another thing. Like I can't sit and like read a book, like not Harry Potter or something, but like a book with Allie because Andrew has you know, climb the stairs already. And, and I want to read to both of them. It's just, again, by that point, I'm exhausted. I'm trying to clean up. I'm trying to put dinner away. Um, and then Andrew gets bored within about six or seven seconds. So there's, it's very difficult with two kids. Um, and if there's anybody out there with tips on how to get over this hurdle, um, you know, without losing my damn mind, by all means, please feel free to write in, text me, or write in dads on the rocks podcast at gmail.com. All right, so today I, again, am doing just me, just Freddie. Um, but I do want to do a year in review kind of thing. Um, I was going to reach out to some of my previous guests to say, hey, I'm going to do a year interview. Um, is there anything that you would like our listeners to to hear? Anything, any kind of update that you would like to give them? And you know what? I didn't do that because I did not plan very good for this. Um, I was also going to get permission on uh, to say a couple things because I'm privy to a little bit of information. Um, and I did not do that either. But in that case, I'm just going to say some things anyway with, you know, the correct amount of discretion. But going back, um, the first couple of episodes and like mid-month episodes, I'm not even going to go over because that was just me wanting to get some practice and recording and do some stuff. But number one, my brother, Michael Moss, the very first guest, the inaugural guest on the Dads on the Rocks podcast. Um, I learned so much from that guy, um, good and bad. <laughs> um, I'm still learning. He called me the, the other day and I really do like when Mike calls me. And I hope all of you listen to this because I'm going to speak to each one of you individually too. Um, Mike, I really do like when you called me because it reminds me how little I contact my siblings and it makes me feel like an asshole. So thank you for bringing me back down to earth. Um, I mean, I talked to, to our sister all the time and you guys are seriously second seat, but no, um, 
No, I, I, it really uh, reminds me of how much I have to learn from you um, as both a, a parent and a husband. <laughs> Mike called. Uh, Mike did call me the other day, and um, my sister-in-law Valerie was uh, got COVID. And I'm like, oh, no, are you guys quarantining? And he's like, no, it's fine. She's laying on the couch next to me. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, at this point, and I think that's everywhere, too. Like, there's such a, I mean, luckily, it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And it, people are just, Ugh, okay, I have it. All right, well, it sucks. All right, I guess. But, I mean, it's a sickness. I mean, and I take that with a grain of salt. Everybody's different. Everybody has different experiences. But, uh Val, I hope you do feel better soon. And Mike, I hope you don't get it and give it to the rest of the kids. And I hope your three are doing great. I love you guys. Um, Andre. Andre, I can always count on to do a uh, wellness check when I never expect it. And sometimes I need it, sometimes I don't. Um, but it's always comforting to have it. And if you don't know, um, I like to do wellness checks on um, some previous guests. It's, it's the whole reason that this... Um, it's the brainchild of where this this podcast came from. And if you don't know, um, I reached out to a buddy of mine after he had had his second child. And I said, hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? At that point, I had already gone through having a second child a month or two, three months prior to that. So I knew it's difficult. It's tough. And you may need to talk to somebody. And I said, guys don't really have that. We don't have a support system for where people just randomly check in on us. We're supposed to have this macho and, you know, I can handle it, push push the pain down, push the feelings down. That's not okay. That's not healthy. Sometimes you just need a little bit of a release to, to relieve a little bit of that tension and say, dude, I'm not doing good. Thank you so much for asking. Do you have a minute? And be willing to listen. And if something is wrong, absolutely be willing to listen. And also have that connection with somebody. Andre is the one that I, I can always text and say, I need to vent. Can I just word vomit for a minute? Andre will never say no. He will never say, I mean, a lot of people won't say no, but Andre is one of those people that I've done that for him too. And you may not be looking for advice. You may be looking for advice, but if you are, I know that the advice is going to be sound. I absolutely know that he's coming from a cool head and a very similar outlook on life than I am, a similar perspective on parenthood. Um, actually, his is much better than mine is. Um, but um, Andre, thank you very much for that. I'm I'm very glad that the brainchild of this entire podcast lives within the people that have been on this show. And I think I, I haven't done that enough. I haven't done enough wellness checks on other parents that have been on this show. And I think I need to do that more often. And I'm going to try and live up to your standards. So, Andre, thank you. Arian Moore. Arian, one of my absolute best friends, a guy that I've known for a very long time. And I attribute quite a, a great deal to somebody that I love very, very much. Um, Arian was on the show July-ish, sometime around there. He was the third guest, I think. Um, Arian's son, Fox, who was just a little bitty baby at that point, is now one year or about to be one year, depending on when this comes out. I can't really remember when Fox's birthday is. Sorry, Myra. Um, no, Fox is adorable. He has one and he's probably walking or almost about to be walking. And you guys are in for a real treat. <laughs> um, 
Luckily, I get to see pictures of Fox all the time because Myra is very good about putting pictures of Fox up. And I am, I, I don't say that facetiously. Um, it's, it's very nice when, um, when I get to keep in contact with people that I don't get to see all that often or talk to all that often via Facebook and Facebook sucks because it's toxic and trash, but those great things about seeing the things that you actually want to, it's nice for that. Um, Arian, I, I did learn to, uh, hit the record button, um, prior to recording and I've forgotten that several times in the past year. So I guess I learned nothing from my mistakes. Um, let's see, let's see what next year brings. (laughs) Paul Handy, uh, Paul, the fourth guest on the show, he was about to become a dad. He was, um, I guess his uh, lovely wife was about six months pregnant, something like that. Um, She gave birth to their lovely daughter um, Christmas Day, I believe, of 2021. So their daughter is roughly around six months. That's another one. I get to see uh, photos of their daughter all the time and... I, I cannot tell you how happy I am. She is, she is adorable, and I love seeing pictures of them. And they're just so happy. They look like the cutest little trio, and it's amazing. I, I really do, do love seeing pictures of you guys, Paul. I hope that you are falling into dadhood um, smoothly, um, but I surely know that you're doing it happily because I can see in the pictures that you are doing an amazing job, and you're just very, very happy, and that's all that matters. Oh, and the baby's happy too. That too, I guess. Terrell Smith, my lord, I haven't talked to you in, in a while, unfortunately. I hope that you guys are okay. I, I I hate to say it, but out of sight, out of mind. I haven't um, had any interaction with you guys, unfortunately, when um, since I uh, relinquished custody of Snork Bork, which is, if anybody that doesn't know, um, the Predator statue that I've had in my office for, for years um, that Allie named... Um, no, horse bork, excuse me, horse bork. Um, but I hope he has found a new home and a happy and loving home, and I'm sure that he did. Um, I look forward to what you guys do in September and, excuse me, and start in July, August for um, Halloween. And now that we have a two-story house in my own home, I have some certain silly, crazy ideas for Halloween, and I'm very excited to look into that a little bit further, see if I have time if the baby doesn't try to kill me while also trying to kill himself. Christian Roger is the next guest on the show. Um, Christian is... No, I'm not going to do that. Um, Rogers, um, one of the guys that I miss um, quite a bit um, from South Florida because he was somebody that I work with, um, colleague at the Pembroke Pines Police Station. Almost every morning, we would always have what we called coffee and capes, where we would talk um, superhero stuff, all the happenings and goings on and trailers and stuff like that. Did you get to see this movie? No, not yet. All right, we'll see it. We got to talk about it. We did that for quite a bit of things, not just superhero stuff, but mainly with superhero stuff. And I I miss our coffee and capes. Um, Right before we left, one of the things that we did was have one of, of those sessions at my house, and it was very, very nice having having him come over before um before we took off um and we still talk all the time rogers i miss you a lot i miss our uh morning sessions especially with archie around um because the trio of, of us you know got nothing done <laughs> but but we we were not productive but we we had a good time mr jonathan sunday congratulations on the birth of your second child um no secret at this point that's i mean if it's facebook official then everybody knows um 
so very happy for you guys. I hope that you guys are settling into uh, two kid life uh, smoothly. Um, I hope that you guys don't have it as difficult as I do in the next oh, year and a half or so. Um, you guys do a- approach parenthood with grace and poise and um, and cool heads from everything that I've seen. And that is going to do wonders for your sanity and for your relationship with your kids going forward. And I don't know you guys all that well, but from what I can see, I could learn a thing or two from you guys as well. Um, I do hope you guys continue on with the um, Holden hashtag and the Holden quotes and things like that, because those are very clever and I always enjoy those. Caesar Altamirano, probably saying it wrong, but it's not my fault. You don't have your real last name on Facebook, so sorry, Caesar, it's your own fault. Um, Caesar, I haven't seen you in so long. I hope um, I hope that changes one day soon. I know we may never see each other again. I don't know, but um, thank you for explaining what NDS was. That was amazing. That was you know something that I can check off my bucket list. Um, Caesar, I think it's incredible how you could um come into a relationship where there's already a a child is existing from coming into that as a package deal and having love for that child that is unquestionable and unfathomable and and unwavering that's that's something i um i have great respect for that's um that's not just falling in love with a person that's falling in love with a person's person and that's on another level. Um, my hat goes off to you, sir. David Tombley, the next guest on the show, um, who reappeared later on, but we are not going to talk about that show because that had too much alcohol in it, so we won't even mention that one. Um, David I got to live with for, for three months while we made our transition up here. Um, David and his wife Dawn and his kids Abby and Emily were very patient with us. Um, I know it's a lot having foreigners in your house, especially, you know, a four and a one-year-old. It's not easy. It's not fun. Um, We have different lives. We have different routines. And, you know, we made it work and you guys were very gracious hosts. And we, we cannot thank you enough for helping us with our transition into North Carolinian life. Um, We're happy to be be in our own home, but we do miss being able to be there with you guys all the time sometimes (laughs) um i I do remember david meant um talking about when he was a guest on the show of you know occasionally playing uno with his younger daughter emily and you know the trials and tribulations of you know teenagers and preteens and i got to witness that firsthand and i am absolutely terrified i i don't know how to stay relevant i don't i hope that I can still connect with my kids. Um, it's it's something that I feel like as a teenager, you just become so distant and so reliant on your own thoughts and your friends and statuses and stuff like that. And I hope that I can still be close to my kids and make sure that they know that I, I care about them and that they can always come to dad. So... So, David, thank you for giving me a, a glimpse of my future. It's terrifying. <laughs> uh, Mr. Chris Sisley, 
I still have not met you. I don't know that we will ever meet. Um, if I ever come to New York, I am absolutely going to hit you up because you have such an immense knowledge of life in New York. If you guys do not know Chris uh, and his wife, I'm blanking on the name. I apologize, Miss Sisley. Um, but they run a show called Christmas Time in the City podcast. It's all things Christmas. It's an all year round thing. Um, they do all sorts of uh, different themes around the holidays. And I'm Go check out their podcast. If you like Christmas, if you like New York, they're a great podcast to listen to. Um, to be honest, I haven't caught up on, on their show in you know a couple of months because I've been you know understandably busy. But um, I, I do hope to catch up and get caught back up very soon. So I hope you guys are doing well with your little one. Adriana Graham, the inaugural woman on the Dads on the Rocks podcast. The Moms on the Rocks podcast, as she so fittingly put it. Um, Adria, I love you so much. I don't know that there's anything I can say to, to do that justice. Um, I miss you incredibly. Um, I I regret not being able to hang out with you a little bit more often while we were down south. I know that you're getting re- ready to go on your own adventure pretty soon now that the uh, birds are leaving the nest. God, I miss you. I hope you come up and visit before before you take off. There is nothing I can say about Adriana Graham that she does not already know. Um, there is no better choice other than possibly my own wife, who would have been a better choice for the inaugural mom on the Dads on the Rocks podcast. She is something else. No words. Should have sent a poet. <laughs> Daniel Mejia, my oldest friend. He is a guy that fatherhood suits him very well. Uh, I remember when Allie was very young. God, she was less than six months old. Um, I don't even remember where I was, what I was doing, but uh, Danny was in town and he was there with his wife and their two kids staying with his mom, Susan. And I could see the absolute love that he had for those kids. Um, actually, when I pulled up, he was <laughs> he was hosing out the midsection of the minivan because his son had gotten sick in the car after a day at the beach, which uh, which was weird, and funny. It was not like a sick thing. You just got like a oh, car seat, car sickness or whatever. I don't know. But I was uh, I was in that very early stages where I was exhausted, not sleeping. And I remember uh, going into the apartment and his wife, Ashley, uh, saw that I, you know, the baby was getting fussy. It was Allie. She was getting fussy. And I said, hey, can I borrow a a microwave? I I just want to heat up her her formula so I can feed her. And Ashley, God God love her. She was like, hey, I'll take care of it. Let me feed her. If you're okay with me feeding her, you know, I'll wash my hands, whatever. You know, I've done this before. I haven't done it in a while. It's, it'd be nice to do it. Um, let me let me feed her if you don't mind. So I said, it's fine with me. Are you sure? She's like, give me the baby. So <laughs> Danny and I got to have a drink while, you know, Ashley was, and it's cute. Their two kids just went over and like hung out with uh, Allie being fed by Ashley and was just watching the baby. So, um, you know, I was a watchful hawk watching because I have to be, but it was nice to, to sit and just have a beer with my old friend. Um, but I'll never forget that. So I hope you guys are doing well. Love y'all.
Jonathan Rubenstein. Again, another one of my oldest friends. Um, friends since high school, but brothers since day one, I think. Um, Jonathan and I have been through more than I can ever uh, begin to explain, more than anybody wants to hear, For that's for sure. Um, Jonathan, I was your uh, best man at your wedding. I am the best man in your life, and don't you ever forget it. <laughs> um I love you, brother. I, I miss you. Um, you guys were one of the th- uh, reasons why uh, we were still being held to South Florida. We we can't imagine being that far from you guys for too long. Um, uh, Jacob is now three and a half, I think. Uh, he was born January 25th. So he's okay. So he's almost uh, three and a half. And I love how, how much better his speech has gotten it's like i said in a previous episode from two to two and a half there's a lot of development from two and a half to three it's crazy how how much better their speech gets and then from three on it's like you have a kid you have a person with you um it's wild and something i will say something that i've i've noticed myself john since uh jacob is getting to this age just remember He's still a kid. He's going to start talking like a grown-up, almost. And something that I've been dealing with, like with Allie, is I forget that she is only three, four years old. She's just a kid. She doesn't have that logic behind her. She's very, very bright, and the kids can be very smart at that age. But you got to remember, they're just kids. And that's something that I'm actively dealing with now, like... She, she's very smart, but she's she just doesn't get it all the time. And give him a little bit of leeway. Give yourself a little bit, bit of grace trying to learn that. And just remember, let him be a kid. Uh, Stephen Chalicombe, he was a guest that I had never met before, but I guess I'd never met Chris Sisley either. But um, Stephen answered the call on Facebook. I threw a line out there, and, and Stephen... Uh, answered so um, on completely a whim and that was that was awesome it was very very nice talking to Steven I don't have a hell of a lot to say sorry because we don't have a a whole lot to talk about I know Um, but I will say it was awesome to get a military perspective on parenting and dad life and um, having kids with special needs Um, that was very uh, very interesting and it kind of puts things in perspective for my own life and anybody else dealing with, you know, kids with special needs and um, how the different situations that parents can have. So that was, you know, very eye-opening and very interesting. So, Stephen, I hope you guys are doing well as well. And if you haven't already, um, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, Stephen runs a podcast called uh, Chally and the Boys where they talk about um, the Dallas Cowboys and maybe other stuff. I'm not a football guy, so Steven, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. I have not checked it out. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying your foray into podcasting, but I am not a football guy, so I may not listen to it ever. I'll be <laughs> to be completely honest. But I hope you're enjoying doing it. That's all that matters. Mike Flynn, Mr. Michael Flynn from Ireland. It was a pleasure having you on on the show. It was. I'll admit, very exciting to have somebody in Ireland doing the show um, with me in America. Um, I I didn't know exactly what to expect. 
I threw a line out on Reddit and and you answered the call and I'm very, very grateful that you did. It was very, very nice speaking with you. Um, I'll be honest, it was very difficult to hear what you were saying a lot of the times. And I was I was a little nervous talking to you know a new guest that I didn't know. And then when I was listening back on the recording, it just the accent just was, you know, thicker than other times. <laughs> um but it didn't help that the connection, you know, broke here and there. So I didn't know if it was the the accent or the connection or my nerves. And I'm like, what the hell did he just say? <laughs> but uh, but no, it was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And thank you again for doing the show on a somewhat short notice to, to do for St. Patrick's Day. Mr. Kevin Venema, um, no other person has ever... Um, gotten me to drink vodka at 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. So that was on a Sunday. But <laughs> no, it was really cool to hear the perspective of a parent with a daughter who's preteen um, and the transition going from, you know, kid to preteen to going through puberty and and how that that transition is going. It's kid to, to little lady. And it sounds terrifying and it sounds sad, like you're losing your little girl. And and I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think you ever lose your little girl, but I think your little girl loses herself into being a little woman. Um, these little women. Um, and that's got to be a really rough, you know, transition for any mom and dad. And I don't look forward to it. I, and I think sometimes they we just go through them so slowly that we don't really notice. And then we look back like, Oh, where'd my little girl go? Where'd my little boy go? Um, but it was, but that was really nice to, to hear that perspective and, and get feedback from a a dad with a, a kid that's going through that. So thank you for that. Miss you. I love you. DJ Valentine, not a dad. But one of the um, the best damn podcasters that I've ever had the pleasure of listening to um, for over a decade now. DJ, one of the triumvirate of the Simplistic Reviews podcast um, with a shout out the 1st, 15th, and 25th, 20th or 25th, I can't remember, every month. Um, he was integral for me starting this show. Um, very, very open and honest with how things go. Very willing to help and work with me and give me pointers and in turn... I say allowed me to uh, do some guest work and voiceover work on the Simplistic Reviews podcast and some sketches. Um, I He would say I'm helping him out, but he is helping me out because I've listened to that show for so long and it was very nice to give back. Um, DJ, thank you so much for doing the show. When I And I heard back from a couple of people. They said, you know, listening to DJ, he's really good. I'm like, yeah, he's been doing it forever. He's really good. Um DJ, you already know you're one of the guys that I absolutely love to talk to TV and film with, basically because I don't know Jack about actual filming techniques and stuff, but I love learning about it, and you actually do, and you can appreciate those things, and you like to teach people, and and I love to learn from you. So, um, so to you, I say thank you, and hello, friend. Austin Bell, another guy that I really don't know, um, he just happened to answer the call on Reddit. Um, Austin, thank you very much for, for, you know, biting at the line. Um, it was really nice talking to you. It was so interesting to hear the perspective of somebody who has twins and 
you know, kind of debunked what I used to think was, you know, like we talked about man-to-man coverage, like you do diapers, I'll do wipes and, and then I'll throw them back to you for jammies and stuff like that. No, it's like you guys both do it as a team. That way you both get exposure to both all the time. And I, I never really thought about that. And I, I think that is, you know, a, a better way to do it. It's never really occurred to me, but I never had twins, so it didn't have to occur to me. But now it's it's cool to, to see that other side of it. And on top of that, um, your girlfriend, you guys have not known each other all that long. You guys were together for, you know, a while. And then now you guys have 10-month-old, 11-month-old twins now. That's amazing to me. And I, I hope everything is, you know, going well for you guys and that you guys are adjusting to that, you know, out of newborn um, into the almost toddler, uh, very early toddler stage, because I know it's a little rough and I don't know how you're going to deal with the two kids running <laughs> away if they just dart in different directions. I don't know what you do at that point. So Godspeed. Um, I hope you guys are all you guys are doing all right. And last but not least, my final guest, um, me. Um, no, I'm not going to say anything about that. That's stupid. Um, thank you to everybody that's been on the show uh, for this past year. It's been an absolute pleasure, again, talking to all of you this year, different experiences, different points of view, everything like that. And and in the end, nobody knows what the hell we're doing when it comes to parenting. We're winging it and just trying not to make our kids, you know, screwed up. Just love them and Try not to let them eat the stuff underneath the sink. <laughs> I mean, like, keep them alive, keep them happy, keep them loved. And try and make them smart, I guess, when you can. Make them a good person. Um, I mean, that's really all you can ask for. Don't lose your temper, because they don't know what they're doing, and neither do you. You're you're no better than them, so don't be an asshole, Freddy. <laughs> um no, this this podcast it really does mean a lot to me. I love doing it. I don't I don't do it for, like I said, for money. Um, this this is just talking to people and for fun. And speaking of which, um, I'm gonna try and make it a little less stressful on myself. I would love for anybody that listens to the show, anybody that's been a guest on the show, reach out to other people and say, hey, would you like to do the show? You have kids. You might like this. Um, I mean, I, I would love to do, to talk to people that I don't know, to people, excuse me, to have people on the show that wouldn't necessarily do it, to bring them out of their shell, to have a conversation with somebody over a drink. That's what this show is going to be. And again, that's the last thing that I wanted to mention is going forward, the Dad on the Rocks podcast is just going to be about a couple of people having a drink, talking about things. doesn't necessarily have to be about kids, but if you got kids we'll talk. If you don't have kids, we'll talk to. Um, I am a dad that's on the rocks constantly. I'm constantly in trouble, constantly having bourbon or something on the rocks. So it's still fitting. So I just want to mention that like I constantly talk about my kids. So I feel like talking about children still will be in the mix, but maybe it'll be more so about talking about hobbies or talking about being married or divorce or you know, whatever the case may be, pets, job life, anything, just having a conversation with somebody that where it doesn't ultimately end up in political anger or, you know, Karen's and Dave's or whatever they call the guy version of Karen's, but just two people having a friendly conversation, hopefully funny that 
you know, bring some joy to people. Um, or funny stories that their kids did or that something that happened to them at that day at work or that week or something. Just good conversation. Because I think that's what the world needs a lot of right now is communication and the best kind. So that's it for the year in review. Thank you to everybody listening out there over the past year. Thank you to all my guests for the past year. It was a lot of fun and I look to I look forward to continuing it um, over the next year and into the future. So for me, for my family, to yours, good night, everybody. Good night, Daddy.